Hello and welcome back to all our Media Talk listeners. I am absolutely excited to uh, today um, because it's, it's a bit of a special time. This is Media Talk's first anniversary. And um, as crazy as that sounds, it has already been a year since we started this series. So I'd like to obviously thank all our listeners for your continued support and encouragement. Um, uh, and I have to say I've been very lucky to welcome and interview many inspiring leaders from broadcasters to telco operators and, and, and agencies sharing their views and insight and helping us to navigate this really fascinating and fast-moving media universe. And today is no different, and I am absolutely thrilled to welcome Jan Pordam from Pluto TV. Jan, hello, and welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, firstly, thanks for having me today. Uh, so I think it's a great opportunity to share something behind the scenes of Paramount and Pluto TV. So again, uh, thanks. I'm really excited to be here as, as your guest. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for joining. Um, so I'm going to still a bit obvious, obvious but um, uh, you know, today there are so many ways to access and watch content. But one of the newest con uh, ways that consumers are watching content is on free ad-supported streaming television, otherwise called FAST. And this has come a bit of a new buzzword, and I think it really emerged about three years ago or so. But, um, um, and, and I think this is going to be a bit of a <clears throat> the theme for uh, today. <clears throat> but before we dive into the, the world of FAST, uh, Jan, can you just tell us a little bit more about uh, you? Um, and give us a bit of an overview of Pluto TV and what is your the, the, the sort of the definition of fast, what fast is. Sure. So my name is Jan and I run the international ad business at Pluto TV, or in other words, I help our company to grow outside the US, primarily in advertising and uh, monetization affairs. And for those out there who are less familiar with our service, Pluto TV is the global leader in FAST, as you briefly mentioned, it stands for free ad-supported streaming TV. So we offer hundreds of curated channels in a live TV section plus an on-demand library next to it. Um, and the company founded in the US uh, back in 2014 as the very first fast service worldwide, by the way. So we are one of the pioneers. Mm -hmm. And today, eight years later, uh, we are part of Paramount, formerly known as Viacom CBS, and we operate our platform in more than 30 countries around the globe. And uh, that's in a nutshell about my role in Pluto TV, and I'm sure we're going to touch a few details uh, in the next 20 minutes. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Yes. Great. Thank you very much for that, uh, Jan. So let's dive in. And, and really, a, a sort of earlier this year, so it was announced that um, Pluto TV, the sort of Paramount's fast service, was coming in Sweden through a partnership with ViaFree, which was the ad-supported VOD service from uh, the NAND group. Um, and as a result, ViaFree would be phased out as a standalone service, but that was, and then uh, Pluto was um, sort of uh, going to be the, the, the name there. How can you take us through what happened and the reasoning behind these uh, partnerships in the Nordic? Yeah, sure. So earlier this year, precisely May, we launched Pluto throughout three Nordic countries. So not only Sweden, it's also about Denmark and Norway. Um, and as you already mentioned, we collaborate with Viaplay, or formerly known as NENT, Nordic Entertainment Group. 
And for the first time, we launched in combination with a local AVOD service called BioFree. So that's how we added some local flavor to a global product and its infrastructure, so to Pluto TV, while slowly phasing out the legacy product BioFree. And as a result, and as of today, Pluto has entered the market. And locally, we can proudly call it Pluto TV empowered by BioFree, right? But in general, bringing a global player like Pluto TV into local dynamics is always challenging. And after analyzing the potential partners on those markets, it quickly became clear to us that the Viaplay group plus Pluto TV equals a perfect match, simply because we're able to leverage synergies down the entire product and video chain. So from content we share over distribution pipelines we have, and also active advertising sales um, at the end of the chain, right? So long story short about what has happened there, we launched Pluto, Viaplay added their available local expertise, and together we created a new destination for free streaming, so for fast. And of course, again, the Viaplay group represents Pluto TV to the market locally. I personally had the pleasure to attend our recent launches, so across Spain, France, Italy, and now recently earlier this year, also Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. And it's always amazing to finally launch a product, but it's challenging at the same time. So, and you need to properly design your go-to-market strategy. And once you have a strong partner, as we found in the Nordics, it makes your life easier, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, and in fact, so when the consumer uh, watch, do they go through Viafree or they actually go to Pluto TV? I mean, both ways are accessible. Um, so ideally, at some point, everyone will consider Pluto TV as the primary destination. But even if you open up Viafree, the legacy product, you will be redirected to Pluto. So that's how we structured our joint efforts over there. Okay. So, and continuing on sort of the, the the ad experience from a from a content and, and ad experience because obviously this is a uh, it's a it's an ad supported service um, uh, uh, and compares to Avod and, and Dinner TV. How do you differentiate Avod and Fast in that sense? Um, that's a very good one because it's 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 incredibly important to uh, to consider the differences and their nature. So to answer the general question, Avod is on demand. So you actively pick something out of a library and start watching, while Fast is a TV-like experience, or more precisely, an EPG-guided lean-back experience. Um, so what makes us different to linear TV, in addition to that, um, even though it looks like TV, you will find curated content on Pluto. So thanks to our own programming experts, we are able to be very flexible. And it's not simply a mirror of the classic TV signal, broadcasted on a digital platform, not at all. So we deliver a unique channel offering with professionally produced content. And what we carefully put in between those content pieces are dynamic ad pods. That's the point where we touch the ad experience. Um, or in less techy words, we are talking about an ad break or a sequence of ads served back to back as we all learned in classic TV, right? So that's how we keep the user experience high up and do not disturb those users in the middle of a movie or a show. So while AdWord uh, Ad platforms usually operate with classic pre, mid, and post roles, right? So what I'm sure you know that experience and this behavior from 
these classic web libraries and so on. And this is usually what you still find on pure AWOT platforms. So once you pick content, you usually see a few pre-rolls before it so starts. And I think this this difference in our experience is, is a fundamental difference. And also in the way we produce or how we license and play out content. That's that's a huge difference to AVOD and, and Linear TV. But taking a step back, I have to admit, from a US perspective, it doesn't matter how we call all of that, right? So I won't ask my wife if she prefers fast BVOD, AVOD, or SVOD tonight. So users want to relax, enjoy their favorite movie, show, and ideally without any barriers. But from a business perspective, it's different because even though some critique came up about countless acronyms and now FAST is also in some countries a new, the new term in town, right? But I truly believe it's important to draw a clear line between different streaming products and their nature, especially in advertising. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely, I completely agree. And so how is your, how is the, Ad inventory sold. So is it direct or, or sort of programmatic? And what's your... Uh, the short answer is both. So dynamics are different country by country and the speed of adoption and also the, or the programmatic adoption. But we want to open up Pluto TV inventory through direct and programmatic pipes. We have witnessed a shift towards programmatic executions more, more and more, um, but direct still, still matters. So again, it's, it's simply both. And, and you've got, in terms of, uh, so the, if you do a sort of direct sold, that is sold by, um, so you have teams of um, uh, commercial or you rely as well with the teams from, from uh, via free or how does it work? Yeah, th so there is no, no general answer to that because we pursue a tailor-made ad sell strategy country by country currently. And um, as we discussed earlier, the Nordics partnership, for example, um, is, is a special one. And over there, Viaplay acts as the local representative. So um, the direct sold pipeline there is strong, right? Because we have a preferred partner on the market who can represent Pluto TV locally. While in other countries um, where we don't have that kind of special partnership, um, we are fairly flexible, right? So then we have both. Um, and we can rely on third-party ad sales teams. We can leverage, at least where possible, also own resources. So long story short, um, it really depends country by country and whether or not we have such a partnership in place as with um, Viaplay in the Nordics. While I would say sort of fast services are, are still in their sort of infancy, we've seen, you know, Again, so strong, really strong growth in in, in Europe and, and in the US, in fact. And I just wanted to throw maybe a, a couple of stats here, but uh, uh, in the US, for instance, according to a, a recent research we've done, um, fast has more than double uh, over the last year. And um, uh, I saw that six in ten households who now who have a connected TV turn to this new service. Um, and in Europe. According to a sort of a recent survey as well we've done um, with uh, our sort of a free with ad sales house, audience express, um, we interviewed marketers across um, uh, five countries in Europe, and um, uh, what came out is like a staggering nine out of ten marketers surveyed 
say that they're looking to increase spend in uh, AVOD or fast platform uh, in the next uh, year. So I just wanted to have your sort of views on this and how do you explain this appetite for the service and how do you see the trend evolving? Well, I'm I'm thinking about different reasons here. Uh, in general, buyers get what they are seeking for, right? So media quality, speaking about viewability, audibility, there is no clutter at all, no user generated content, and for example, on Pluto. So it's it's definitely a way to separate some noise from high quality signals. <laughs> I used to call it that way. Um, in addition, primarily on FAST, so there are several studies delivering evidence that you get access to target groups. You may not have had access before, or as a brand, you even lost them because viewing patterns changed. Um, and inevitably, at some points, it will continue changing, right? So my feeling is that there is even more appetite from 23 onwards because by nature, fast services, but also able platforms, of course, um, deliver something by design buyers are seeking for. The huge challenge in there is the clear evidence on a campaign level. But in general, um, we are talking about a fundamental change in viewing patterns. And I think fast can meet those new requirements, um, firstly towards users, but also towards brands and advertisers. Just one thing, as you, you mentioned, obviously, you've got, you are, uh, you have presence in many of the uh, European countries. Um, uh, and I just wonder about your sort of expansion plans uh, in Europe or, or even beyond. Where are you on, on this? Yeah. So, I mean, right now we are in October 2022. Um, I'm curious what I'm able to say maybe in October 2023. <laughs> but um, just just to, to give a bit of context here, before I answer that question. Um, we're currently live again in more than 30 countries. That means German-speaking countries, Germany, Switzerland, Austria, UK, France, Italy, Spain. Um, we also touched the Nordics with Sweden, Denmark, and Norway. We're also live in Latin America in more than 17 countries. And uh, now coming to your question, the next launch is right around the corner um, because we will start streaming in Canada on December 1st. And um, over there, we're following a similar approach to what we discussed earlier in the Nordics, right? So we are going to collaborate with Chorus Entertainment as a strong local partner over there in Canada. And uh, yes, we will keep an eye on further EU countries as well. But I'm afraid I can't reveal more today. So just, just stay tuned. But there is definitely something on our radar for next year. But there's a, it's quite interesting as well just to see that there's a strong collaboration between you and, and broadcasters and, and local broadcasters. So um, something quite fascinating here. Yeah. So what, what do you see as the, I would say, probably the biggest inhibitor or the greatest opportunity for, for fast service uh, moving forward? Well, that's a good question because I think we have several inhibitors. Um, but one of the biggest, I would say, is ongoing fragmentation um, leading to operational headache, definitely. Um, this is more the internal view. Uh, as well as the flood of inventory new players might bring into the market, right? So we have some huge players and, of course, good quality in there. But I'm sure also some poor players will enter the market and in the end we will see a flood of inventory around CTV and FAST and Avon and 
it's extremely important to educate the market properly about that and to, again, distinguish some noise from really high quality signals, right? So I, I consider these two things as one of the biggest inhibitors, while at the same time, I consider way more opportunities because we've seen clear evidence about that fundamental change in the industry and eyeballs shifting towards streaming services. And as a user, while exploring those new services, you realize especially fast is easy accessible, right? Because it's entirely free. You can quickly check it out and, um, and, and watch your favorite movies or shows. And, and this is something where you don't have any hurdle or barrier to, 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 to use those services, right? And I mean, again, we are in Q4 22 in October. And even though fast isn't new to us at Pluto as an international platform, I think in Europe, we're still early. And there are definitely exciting times ahead for the entire industry. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, yeah from a consumer standpoint, it's true that this uh, you know as you say it's a it's a very easy use. It's a bit of a plug and play, really, because it's often um, uh, embedded in the TV as well. So it's, absolutely, it's, yeah, yeah. Jan, um, we are. I can't believe it. We are already uh, to, uh, toward the end of our um, discussion, but I just uh, you know I, I tend to finish my podcast and ask a, a final question uh, on a sort of more personal level. So I just wanted to ask you uh, something I've been asking all my uh, um, previous guests. But uh, if you could share something that you deeply care about. Yeah, sure. I mean, thanks for closing with an easy one, um, because uh, what, what I but what I deeply care about is is my family and uh, especially my little boy, mm-hmm. even though he's challenging my patience sometimes. But um, yeah, I think that's that's definitely the the short and honest answer to that question. Absolutely, well, that's that's fair. How will how is it? How old is he? Sorry. Uh, we're still counting months, so 16 uh, months. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Jan, thank you very much for sharing all this. Uh, it's been great. I think we understand a lot more about uh, FAST and uh, how that works and, and the, the sort of the... Um, how is you sort of you go, going into the market and some of your offering and, and what... Uh, and obviously the expansion. I think there's... Uh, there's still a lot more to come um, as fast becomes a lot more uh, available and, and, and understood as well by consumers um, and obviously by the advertisers. So um, uh, thank you very much for that. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. And um, obviously, thank you for uh, all our listeners. Um, uh, as always, uh, it's been great. It's uh, fantastic. We, uh, we love getting all the comments, so keep them coming um, to hear from someone in particular or would like us to touch upon a topic specifically, just give us a shout. But until next time, it's goodbye. Media Talks, the podcast that helps to better understand the world of media and video advertising.